And welcome, hey, welcome to, to I Love, Love That, <laughs> the Bachelor podcast. Unexamined life isn't worth living in Los Angeles. <laughs> Very, <laughs> but it might be worth living um, in uh, a place where I don't want to tell you guys. Yeah, I was going to say, don't it's don't my, give it away because they'll they'll heat up the market. <laughs> yeah, it's now my secret, but Kelsey... You know where this is. I've pretty much convinced Wade here, and we're gonna we're gonna come be your neighbors. Yeah, um, we're ready for the American dream, not in I'm L.A. Ready, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we can we can actually attain. I'm Zach, by the way. I'm Wade. Um, uh, we I can attain the American dream where you live, and I'm overwhelmed with the excitement and the potential affordability um, of your city, and. Um, this is going to be an awful episode because all I'm thinking about is moving to this city. But the great thing is that no matter where we live, it won't interrupt the operations of the podcast. True. Because much, yeah. much like a lot of entertainment these days, it's all just gone remote. We've adjusted to it. So it's not going to affect the quality of your product. It will just make our lives infinitely better. <laughs> In, it literally infinitely better. Um, God damn, if I don't get into a PhD program, this is exactly where I'm going, I think. Holy shit. Hey, Zach. Hey, Wade. Did you notice that The Bachelor does cold opens now? So, I did notice that, and I'm not mad about it. I think it's kind of interesting. Gives me a little flavor for what to expect. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not against it. I just fully realized this episode that we just start with some gossipy scandal... No context. And then we and then, look forward bling. to it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not I'm not mad about it. Um but I do have a very pressing question I'd like to get off my chest right off the bat. Go for it. Short sleeve sweaters, go. I've been thinking about it. Wait, turtleneck <laughs> turtleneck? <laughs> no, no, no. A a short sleeve sweater. His 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 one on one date with Michelle, one of the new girls. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, my God, look at this sweater. And I thought, that's not a sweater. And then they got closer, and I was like, holy shit, it's a short sleeve sweater. I got to be that's honest. I was, I was I was I was looking at real estate during this episode, so <laughs> I was a little distracted. But, uh, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. I'll go back and take a look at it. How do you... Yeah. Game changing, it, like, it, you're, you're it, on board it, with it. It was nice. Um... I'm not I'm not mad about that. And here's my main takeaway. Katie is the goat and Victoria is back to being a fucking monster. Oh, back to. <laughs> I don't think she ever quit. Yeah, well the edit was a little bit better last episode. Sure. You know what kills me is uh, you know, Katie made that great observation that like, you know, you're calling someone trash. I think that's mean and I'm going to call you out on it when Victoria's like, "You need to apologize to me because I was being a bitch." And you called me out on being a bitch, and I think you're being a bitch, and it's like, it upsets me that a lot of the girls are not joining Katie in calling her out on it. It's like, yes, because they are also insecure, and Victoria is the spirit animal for insecure bitches. So they're like, oh yeah, like I like that she's being mean, so I don't have to be mean because I also am insecure and want to be mean. But like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like she's the shitty friend that everyone's like, yeah, like she'll do it. Like everyone. Yeah, Watch you. you be bad. Tell her. Yeah, be the class clown yeah. or whatever. And... Give me a quick moment, Wade. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. 
it just yeah yeah it just uh you know ultimately katie like goes to tell matt james about it that like everyone's being a bully and i i was a little don't get me wrong engaging victoria is a losing game so i don't blame the nicer girls in the house for not joining katie because then they would just get covered in victoria's shit as well but it's disheartening to see like the annas and the mjs and a handful of others kind of like feeding victoria and like you know rewarding her behavior yeah totally man and i i i i'm I'm not gonna lie i think the way katie went about this was the smartest way i've ever seen anyone go about it um and i don't think she's gonna have blowback um with matt how so you mean just putting it out there like kind of matter of fact not, not being specific saying there's bullying going in going on in the house and one of the rumors is as she says literally <laughs> um which i think is not how you say that word uh it's going to ruin uh, one of the girls lives and and then that was it did and we i thought did we talk about the pronunciation of literally or was that a conversation i had with my in-laws i don't think we had this conversation okay because like uh rob Lowe, parks and rec seems to have normalized the pronunciation of literally and i yeah. it's really been on my radar lately that is a pet peeve of mine but i would get over it for katie i would i i like katie same and fair enough katie good yeah. she would i would move with katie to this magical town <laughs> where i can live like a fucking king King. No crime in some of these spaces. What the fuck? I know. That, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I interrupted you. Katie was I, Katie went about it the right way. Not going to face she blowback. She totally did. Yeah, she. I think she absolutely did, and I appreciate. Uh, I I hate the mean girl stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no beef with Anna other than her being like the reincarnation of uh, Hannah Beast hannah beast and then she the thing is dude is like it's so not cowboy to go and tell the group okay if you want to be a fucking cowboy about it you go to the person and say hey i heard this about you and i just want you to know that i heard that and then not tell anybody you know, engage the reaction, I guess. Oh, for the uh, escort sex worker shaming yeah. that Anna tried to... Yeah, that was weird. Like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, that's not cool. I don't care if it's true now. You know? Because it's like, dude, Anna, you can't... That's not cool the way you did that. Oh my god, my mom's watching Bachelor in Paradise? What kind of... What is this? What season? She she just texted... Yeah, I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> she just said, Bachelor in Paradise, I think I'm hooked the fuck you think <laughs> you are of course you are okay i'm not even gonna say uh, to be fair but like so britney showed up and i'm gonna make up for lost time starts making out with him and then anna's rumor mongering starts and it did just come across as spiteful that like within you know the minute that she arrives now suddenly victoria's coining slore as a slut whore mashup yeah, and they're just fucked up too. Complete Dude, I don't like slut, slut shaming stuff. Shit. Yeah, it's gross. It's, it's brutal. gross. Like I knew Vic, Victoria was a bitch, but like that's cruel and not okay. And I, I'm not happy. I I don't like that. 
Yeah, like she wouldn't and have done the what? same thing. Like, you know, they're just jealous that the girl put on the moves and like it, clearly it paid off. She got to stay. It, well, and then and furthermore, dude, like who we need to stop shaming sex workers, okay? E- even if she's doing that, you know, she still is a good could be a good person and have a good heart. You know, I don't know. I don't <clears throat> Ah, see, okay, here's a great point that uh my wife and i discovered when anna put it in terms of she entertains men for money and i dare you to say that you don't do the same thing at your job whoever you are is that not the business of business entertaining men for money yeah like what do what do we do we provide music for tv shows like that entertains men for money for <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Just to put it in broad terms, like, but yes, I'm very anti-shaming sex workers. Do what you gotta do. Oh, she's and walking, be your watching own boss. Fucking, yeah, she's watching season three. I don't know why she'd be watching this one. Apparently, it came on after The Bachelor. Okay, did we watch that one? No, you haven't seen season three. Okay, I just remember there's much fewer seasons of uh, Paradise, so I thought maybe I was more on board with that than the bachelor Uh, yeah you might have watched the one right after it so this is the one with uh people from ben higgins and andy season and jojo season okay gonna go yell at the dogs again so i'll bring it back around (laughs) they can't hear what you're laughing about (laughs) Okay, I got a quick question for you. So we started this episode with the after party of a group date with uh, Mari, Maggie, Piper, Abigail, Chelsea, Jasenia, and MJ. Did we? And, and Rudolph. Rudolph. Just the way you said it reminded me of the. Um, oh yeah, reindeer. yeah. I'm like listening them off. Um, <laughs> did we see this group date? Because I thought he sent I, he yo. he sent Sarah home at the end of last episode. No, it, I felt like it jumped just, just to the night. Yeah. Straight to the night portion. And it, was that just the date? Yeah. Do you think maybe that was the group date? Those were the names on the card, but the Sarah drama took away from whatever the RV or zip lining they were all supposed to do. So we just went straight to cocktail hour with those girls. That seems reasonable. I mean, I, I was a little jarring. I, I, too, had to sit there and go, wait, what? Was there a date? So I don't know. Yeah. It feels like no. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think there was either. I didn't know if maybe the Hulu edited it out for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, so that happens. Chelsea finally gets on the map. She got the impression rose from the group date. They were talking about the oh, yeah. her pressures yeah, of, yeah, of you know, like straightening her hair as a black girl, you know, white, you know, community. And Matt James seemed barely present. Yeah. He just sucks face, dude. Uh, you know. I will say that uh, Matt James is going out of his way to do the uh, thing that I very much enjoyed from Tasha of telling the girls what he liked and appreciated in the group dates. Sure, sure. He, yeah, he he's very conscious of uh, making sure people know he's listening and paying attention to them. Yes, and he keeps asking the girls, how can I make it... So that you feel like I want you here, you to be comfortable. And then they all do the rose joke and then he just kisses them. Yeah. With with <laughs> so those I guess that works. Those dead eyes, that expression. Did you see his eyes open? Yeah. 
And like, <sighs> that's jarring, dude. I don't like that. I don't know how to feel about it. It's given me Ari energy. Where it's like, all, all right, I've, I've listened to you and there's a lull, so I'm going to go in for a kiss with my dead dead expression and my eyes wide open. And it's like, it's not a moment. There's not electricity. It's just like, well, I guess it's time to. And that doesn't there was electricity, feel right. There was, a, there was electricity in the hot air date, hot air balloon. Oh, yeah. Immediate, as Claudia told me last night, uh, immediate connection with hot air balloon date. And she was right. Yeah, I have written down here that Michelle... Um, the top two that's crazy too for like a late arrival well like 100 percent. the 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 quick edit that they had where he said that's all i needed to know you know and i was like oh shit dude she's gonna she she might be it again i was looking at properties during that date so what was what was all he needed to know um i don't remember exactly what it was at all he needed to know but oh no uh he he said so she's a teacher, um, Maya Angelou quote. That's right. And uh, they had all of that instant chemistry, and they shared the kiss in the hot air balloon and had, like, the fear thing as well with the zip lining. So it's a perfect – it was a perfect date for her to have all of those emotions with him, and they were already super close and, like, joking. And then there was a cutaway where he said, I mean, she's got a good heart and a good job, and we have a great – uh, we have a great time together. It's super comfortable, and he's like, and and that's it, and that's that's all I really need to know. Nice. And uh, the connotation that I felt was, oh my god, she's probably going to be top two. And good for her. Yeah. On the topic of things that are good for people, um, the pumpkin bracing. <laughs> I would murder that. I would absolutely murder that. I've I've been kayaking two or three times in the last year. Um so I've got my form and I know how to do that now. I've ne- I'd never gone kayaking and now that I've done it twice I'm a full full-boned full full-blooded full, full full fully boned full <laughs> whatever. I'm an expert now on kayaking. It, and I would murder that one. I wouldn't be a Maggie. Yeah, it uh, it happened on uh, Are You the One that I watched over the holiday break as well, where people just didn't get kayaking, and it's you gotta you gotta put the paddle in the water. Yeah, like Maggie was just like you gotta do this, not yeah, even not like... even dipping, just skimming it on both sides, and it's like yeah, all the way in on each side, alternating, and you push. Correct. It's like swimming; you're just pushing the water with more yeah, than your fingertips. Turn, turning is so much fun. You know, where you keep going on the right, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, this is this is awesome. Anyway, in this magical city that I'll be moving to, I think I'm going to buy a kayak. I saw a lake um, on the map. And Kelsey, if when if and when you do hear this, you can let me know the best kayaking spot. Um, also, why are they like freaking out about zip lining? They were professionally hooked up and all that shit. Just ride the zip, dude. Isn't this the second or third time they've done it this season? Maybe. I, I don't I don't know. It's never been burned in my brain, but you could be right. All I'm thinking is is like what are you guys complaining about? It's just a it's a fucking zip line and you've got professional zip line carnies to hook you up, like zip line carnies. <laughs> no, you know, no, it's are you the one? I've been watching too much of that this past oh, month okay. and it's like it's all in hawaii so like they zip line for every other date or like climb a waterfall or something 
So it all blends together. And this is a little inside baseball here. Um, I actually didn't finish Are You the One, but I told Wade to watch it because I watched one episode. And I watched the one episode on the request, or on the suggestion, rather, of this man, Kelsey, that I keep talking about. So if you hear that, Kelsey, Wade watched it because of you. I binged two seasons. (laughs) It was gross and satisfying. But it's no Bachelor. Yeah, I gotta get back in on that. Um, so, Wade. Zach. Would you hot air balloon? You know, I'll give you a little background. The reason why I ask this is because I've always wanted to hang glide. Um, but I'm not going to hang glide. That seems hella dangerous. And so I was trying to weigh some of these, like, up in the air activities, you know? And I don't think I would skydive. I'm, I'm no longer thinking I'm going to hang glide. I'm not really into bungee jumping. But hot air ballooning, I think I would do. It seems the safest. Oh, I I don't know if I agree with you on there, but uh, I have not been hot air ballooning. I have been skydiving. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. How was that? It was a total rush, bro. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, my brother had gone to this place... Uh, you know, and then it's a couple months after that, you know, he, he got like a 10% discount and was eager to go back. So we went for my birthday, probably like six years ago or something, but it was fine. It was just okay. the, the, the tandem thing. You know, they fly you up in a little plane and yeah, make unnerving jokes. I ain't doing that. I don't think I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's like the, the parachute It's it's probably going to work. You know, these people are testing them all the time. But, of course, it could rip or have a hole in it, and then you're out of luck. I feel that's how I feel about, like, hang gliding and hot air balloons, too. That, like, uh, you know, a stray bird or a bullet or something could render the balloon useless, and there's, like, no backup parachute. There's, you know, you could just crash into something. Okay, so I would would hot air balloon if I had a, a backup parachute, I guess. But then you'd have to be hot air ballooning really high. For it to, Look, for bro, it to matter. All right, I'm not hot air ballooning then. I'm out. I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. I'm just not a thrill seeker. Okay, I got a bike. Good enough, man. <laughs> That's thrilling. And a potential kayak on a potential lake in this potential magical city where I can live like a king. So uh, where I grew up in Plano, they had a balloon festival once a year. Like hot air balloon festival? Yeah, yeah. So we would, and you know, my mom worked for the city, so we would always go down to that. So I think being exposed to it and seeing so many, uh, you know, successful examples of hot air balloon safety, maybe I, I would do it. So okay, look, I feel like I feel like you're gaslighting me because like you just brought up hot air ballooning and all of your fears about it, yeah, and then. And then you sold me then a bag of goods that said it's not that bad. Like, I would do it still. But it's pussy. It's it's thrill seeking in general. Like, of course, something anything could go wrong. Like airplanes could crash, but you would still do it because the statistically the odds are so low. And like the more you do it, the less afraid you're going to be about doing it. I maintain that hang gliding is still the dangerous of all of them. Sure, because you're like steering it. Yeah, yeah, and then, then, like, you get a fucked up Gus, dude, and you're going the way fucking Batman's dad went. 
I've been watching the animated Just series on HBO Max. Getting your face blown off in an alleyway in front of your kid on that hang glider. It happens. Ripped pearls. You get it. Yeah. Just regular, you know, just hot girl shit. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. And speaking of bad news, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. Did you notice that the girls are never excited to see Chris? <laughs> this season has established that when he shows up, he's going to break the game and do something that will piss everyone off. Yeah, he's getting a bad edit this time around. Justice for my man, Chris. That's what I want. And coming off of last season, where he was used so well to enhance the dates and, you know, make for fun times. It's like he's exclusively the bearer of bad news so far this season. It's kind of Yeah, a that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a bummer, man. And did, did Chris miss his calling as an announcer? I think he could have done that well. Sure. You know? On the topic of Chris being an announcer, I don't think the girls... I, I don't understand the boxing dates. Oh, I loved it, though. They were going nuts, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, I, like, it was fun to watch, but, like... You know, I, if I had my... If, if we need to do Battle Royale, you know, to determine love, I want it to be like American Gladiators with those stupid fucking... Uh, uh, Q-tips that they use, you know? Yeah, didn't they batter each other with? Didn't Hannah Beast do that on uh, on her season? Oh my god, yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. You know, cuz like I mean, I I don't know. The 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 lady they brought in, the the boxing expert, she didn't mm -hmm. have cauliflower ears, so that's nice. <laughs> it's cuz she's good. Yeah. <laughs> or didn't fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> And get their her ears bitten off. Um. Okay, yeah, I have, I have another big gripe here. So Brittany came in and was like talking about talking to Matt and saying, "Oh, how hard it was to go another week without human interaction." Boo hoo! Grow up. Yeah. I've been home for fucking ten, eleven months. But she's, out. she's like a real social person, though, so it's harder for her. I don't give a fuck. I don't need that public complaining. Yeah. All right, there's people out here suffering, okay? It's just because it's a mutual thing we all have to deal with, so when someone says that, it's like, no shit. Like, no shit, it yeah. sucked going another week in this America. Like, I'm I'm here, too. Everyone is... It's This isn't special. Yeah, no, you need yeah and I, I just don't like when people say that at this point, where I'm like, oh man, I had to spend another week at home alone, and it's like, you and everybody else, okay? Thank God I've got dogs, <laughs> people to talk to. Yeah, as Harry is. He's ready for his uh, W-A-L-K. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, I think he says it. Um, you know how you can say milk or milk? I think he says it is as whelk. I think I think that's the way he says it. Did he react when you said it just then? Whelk. Oh my god, he looked at me. <laughs> well, you Sure. Science, bro. Cuz you looked at him and said something. It's a science. Right, but you think he understands you. He does understand. What? 
I feel like I'm, I'm being put on blast here, okay? Speaking, For whatever reason. Speaking of Welk, uh, so when Catalina Welk's in to ah. the, the mansion in her Miss Puerto Rico Universe sash and tiara, and Victoria steals it. What a savage monster. She's not unaware that you're the queen. It's not funny. It's fucking not funny. It's like she's showing off, like, be misbehaving on purpose. Like, she clearly knows she's being a mean bitch and is doing it on purpose. And uh, this was just another example, and I hated the way that some of the other girls in the house enjoyed it. Yeah, there's this mean girl thing going on, man, and it's not cool. And that's why our god-tier woman, Katie, is going in there and... Uh, you know, knocking knocking some sense into the group. Yeah. And I was worried for her when uh when Victoria tried to call her out earlier. She handled it with class and I'm like, but now Victoria's gonna like try to rat her out to Matt or blow up her spot. So it was awesome to see Katie get out ahead of it and you know, like you said I'm gonna be Go ahead. Period. I'm gonna be honest, um, if Katie gets sent home, that's fine. She can move with me to this magical kingdom. So, there you go. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Like most confident uh, women who know what they want, she's not uh, not good for the show. Not the kind of person that, that ends up winning. Yeah. yeah. She's a Kendall. Kendall. Which one was Kendall? Oh, yeah. She was cool. Yeah. Who was the other one that uh, Ari had some girl who was like in med school or law school or something that left uh, pretty late in the game? Oh, yeah. Was what like, was her name? She's like, I don't want to move to your suburb and be a mommy. Like, I'm in school and shit. And she's very attractive yeah. and did the right thing. Absolutely. Dude, so she's dating and probably engaged at this point to the most like metropolitan socialite guy like I, the guy has to be fucking like french or italian you know like from money dresses well and i was like good for you dude you did it like a guy with a, nice. someone who has a park bench named after them literally i mean but like total class not not the kind um you know I, I, like i'm thinking of someone who looks like a little rugged and put together um and and has class knows food like a like a tony burdain of sorts all right. But from another country. You know, rest in peace, Tony. Fair and good for her. Yeah, great for her. People who survive the experiment and thrive. I'm always very happy for them. Same. Because some people, uh, say Ben Higgins, for example, get sucked <laughs> into it and show up year after year, still alone, just getting older. You know, so both Ben and Nick Vial are, like, full-on single and just living their lives. And there are always these beacons in these shows of, like, look, I'm a f I am know what happened here. It's going to be great. You know, and it's like, but is it? Did it end up good for you? You know, thank God they don't have Chris Souls on. Oh, Chris Souls. Or Bukowski. What a lost connection, him and I. Um, but the thing is, is who you can't have Peter or Colton on. And I don't think Nick's, he doesn't, I don't think he wants to come on anymore. And Ari's done. He's got his kids. 
and wife. So it's literally Ben. <laughs> it's like the next one in line. Yeah. And it never worked out for him. Not on the paradises or anything. So I don't, I don't even, again, distracted this episode, but I didn't hear him do anything or give advice or ask questions. It was just like, oh, so you, some new girls showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, all right, yeah. I'm gone. Give me my check. I'm going to plan your date. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's going to be the fight plan fest of, I don't remember what the fuck you called it, Woodland Squirrel Identity. Yeah, it was uh, that that cute little obstacle course thing. It was an adorable obstacle course. And, oh, and on on the topic of things that didn't get, that we didn't get to see, they said the winner was going to get a special prize. And I'm going to be honest with you, I was too looking at real estate, so maybe I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think Mari got a prize. Me neither. (laughs) It would have been so quick if they did it. But, uh, okay, so so what what happens then? There's an after party. Bree gets another impression rose. Or she got a one-on-one date in uh, the second episode, but she got the impression rose for that after, after date. Bree's a winner, too. Mm-hmm. I guess. Although I said she wasn't going to make it. I still don't feel it. Same. But that's good for her, that uh, she'll get to stick around in place of more insufferable people. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking in this episode that, you know, pretty quickly, I think we're going to start trimming the fat here. Oh, we, we got to. There's like 20, there's 20 girls left at this point. It feels like way too many. Yeah. So I think, I think Victoria's going to get cut and probably Anna. Well, Victoria will probably last for another episode or so. Maybe they do the two-on-one with Katie and Victoria. Sure. Unless something else happens. But after that, it's just going to be people who love him. Yeah. That that kills me though. Like every time he calls Victoria's name in a rose ceremony, like I don't know if you noticed after, uh, I don't know when the hell it was, but it was like a situation where Victoria wanted to be the first one to steal him, yeah. and she was like, "Hey, can we continue our conversation from earlier?" And just the look on Matt's face had I don't know, just that wide eyed, like, "Yeah, sure." Let's get this over with so I can go on to having a good time. Then it's like, why do you pick her? Like, we know this is producer shit. It's total producer shit, man. And and, and it's just... And honestly, that has to suck for her. Because she's like, I think we're, we'd be a good match. And he's got to be like, yeah. And then hug and then don't kiss her. That too. Yeah, and the fact so that, that he would like say, like, yes, I agree. And think we would be a good match. Like... He's sucking face, but not hers. So what's going on? Yeah, I don't pity her. It just—it's a bad look for him. Yeah. And I was talking with my wife that uh, I don't think there is a way to respectfully play this game because, like, you're dating twenty women. It's—it's it's a bad look. But maybe don't make out with all of them, or I don't know. It'd probably be a boring show if people had boundaries and we're just like only kissing maybe the top three and telling everyone else like no i like i get along with you but you know i i'm not gonna like make promises with my body like let's just see where this goes yeah i mean in past seasons that i've seen when they say they don't want to kiss you know 
they're they're gonna get caught in some heated moment and kill kiss somebody, and then it's gonna cause a tremor throughout the room of the girls, and then some girls aren't gonna get kissed because he's still going to try and uphold this thing, and then it's gonna cause this extra tension between people, and so. So yeah, you're right. There's no good way of doing it. Because uh, yeah, your point that if uh, if the kisses are more rare, then they become more valuable and worth going even crazier over. Whereas if like everyone's getting them, it's like yeah, it's fine. We're all kissing him, and then the Bibianas in the group know that they are the losers because they're not <laughs> <Yeah>. getting kissed. <laughs> so funny that Bibiana always comes up in my mind. As someone who just, like, couldn't hang. <laughs> it was so painful. It was so painful, that episode, where she's like, I haven't kissed him yet, and I have to. And then she asked him, and it didn't work out. And I think it was his, Ari. I don't remember, but it was... It was. It's, it's Ari, the kissing bandit. His lips are like pillows. Mm-hmm. You know. And... What a dead human. That guy's so <laughs> dead inside. But he's making out better than so many people. I know, man. You know, the guy's a goddamn fucking C-class race car driver. <laughs> um, I just can't stand the guy. You know, but... I I want to have hope for Matt, but there's something about him that feels dead. Elaborate on that. He doesn't... It, there, it, he doesn't seem to be enjoying himself the whole time, you know. And I feel mm. like he's kissing them to be like, "Are you good match? Kiss, uh, kiss good," you know. And I don't think he's dumb. I just think that that's how he's going about it. Is he's he's like benchmarking women based on these kisses? I think. You know, where, like, with some of the girls, there's total instant attraction and chemistry, and he's excited. And it seems to be few and far between with them. You know, and maybe that's because I've never actually seen him and Kit talk. <laughs> right. You know, and or Serena P or Serena C. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I get five seconds of something, but... We're, again, we're not getting the full story. Whereas with Tasha, I feel like we were getting a lot of the story with everyone. I think the editing helped a lot where you could see the relationships grow and nothing was really unexpected or left field. Yeah. So that then begs the question, will we be, are we seeing only the relationships that matter or are we seeing, are we going to get a left field one? This season? I have no idea. Cause I, you know, you always, point out and other people point out the way the show is edited that are we gonna have any you know like oh yeah what was her name becca becca k kufrin or becca m not the one that you wanted to marry the one that had her own season oh. i could have married her and had kids she was ready mm-hmm. yeah it happened right after that season you know I'm, I'm talking about like a dark horse that uh doesn't seem to get much in the way of editing and then, yeah. Well, know. it was Lauren who came out of nowhere with uh, with Becca K as Ari picked Becca. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we might get that this season. Same. Like the fact that Mich know. Michelle showed up and took the lead out of nowhere was a little surprising. Like, you know, if if I had a scorecard going, I wouldn't have even considered her because she was, you know, one of the new wild cards. So, 
I think anything's possible. I think he wants to like Kit because she's young and hot and good at flirting. Yeah, but I don't lives in New York. Yeah, I don't see much of anything going on between them. I agree. Well, I don't see much going on between him and a lot of them. Yeah. In fact, one of the girls, um, I forgot her name, but she was wearing the really cool Africa necklace. Um, she was cool as shit, and I thought they had a great connection. Then he sent her home on that rose ceremony with all of the new girls. Are you talking about uh, Kayla, the girl from North Carolina that did the pickup truck date early on? Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought there was something going on there, and he yeah, just like, like discarded her. You know, and and to be honest with you, I thought I was doing good at these names, but they added these five new girls in, and I, I'm lost again. I'm completely <laughs> lost. I, th- I know the ones that I would like to marry. Of the new ones? Of just the girls that are there. All right, top three. And I guess the ones that I wrote the top three? Kit has got to be on there, right? Katie, Kit, and of girls that are left? Um... Right, Rachel. Oh yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Rachel. Rachel yeah, Katie, Katie, Kate, Rachel. There we go. Okay. Um, you know, as much as I would like to, Katie's the for sure number one, and Kit should be number three, because Rachel's a little bit older, a little more put together. Sure. But I, I, I like Kit. I know. There's just something and, about her that one wants to like. Yep. And it's funny because everyone that's seen this show, they're like, you like Kit, huh? Even though you shouldn't. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom, Jeff, David, all of them are like, I bet you like Kit. She hasn't oh, shot herself in the foot yet. She just doesn't. <laughs> I don't see anything likable about her yet other than just existing as a pretty young girl and like not being outwardly shitty yet. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I don't know, man. Whatever. I, I, you can't win them all. But you know what? Where I can win them all is in an undisclosed location that I will not be telling these people. Um, so yeah, I've got, I've got nothing else. Okay. But if you've got more, I'll have, I'm happy to riff. Um, okay. On the one-on-one, Michelle described herself as a person who likes to have fun. Same. Yeah, I... I like to have fun too. Uh, I really it's so hard, man. You know, like because it's pretty much a first date, you know. And you're like, yeah. "What are you going to talk about?" And you're like, "Well, you know, I like to have fun. Um, one of the other things I enjoy is like, you know, maybe like a good beer or like a hangout with my friends. I also, you know, I also really like eating. I enjoy uh, eating. Yeah. eating. Eating's a thing I enjoy. Comfort. Yeah. You know, you know that moment when like you're in bed and it's cold outside and you want to stay in bed. That's something I like. I like having a good cup of satisfying liquid. Yeah. Of some kind. Sometimes <laughs> when I eat things to survive, I go, "Damn, I can survive a little bit longer," and I like that. I like laughing too. Some people, La- yeah, <laughs> not so much. Like having fun. Having fun is something yeah, I like. <laughs> I, yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I really connected with Michelle on that one-on-one date. I liked the boxing. I thought it was brutal. I was looking forward to seeing Chelsea versus MJ, but they canceled it because it was getting too rough for everyone. Which is lame. That was like the odd 
the odd pair that uh, didn't get to face off. So alternate to, to getting the energy out that doesn't involve fighting each other. Like, what would you suggest were you designing this date? Oh, well, the, the American Gladiators. Um, I, I think American Gladiators is the way to go. I also think uh, maybe like a fishing contest. Just kidding. <laughs> they just sit around and drink beer <laughs> silently. <laughs> and none of them catch anything. Well, you know, honestly, man. Um, if Matt I, just goes if and I, checks his email. Straight up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a uh, Pictionary or Jeopardy style date would be a lot of fun. Because there's competition involved. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, That's like some Love Island stuff. We don't. We don't. Uh, yeah. We don't do a lot of academic contests. It's like trivia no, or like drawing that, or doing poetry or something. Yeah, that, and that's big for me. You know, where it's like if you want to compete, like we're doing Trivial Pursuit, get in the car. You know, or a bar trivia night date. You know, yeah. Like that would be a lot of fun. I think to watch. Come on, Chris. Get me on the show, baby. Mm-hmm. I can help you design these dates. Matt James dances like a, a white dad at a wedding. <laughs> that was shameful. <laughs> Those are your five minutes. What else you got? That's it. <laughs> Just final thought. Matt, Matt James dances like if you were to animate butter and tell it to seduce bread. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that was a fun after the thing. I think Maggie's so sweet. Same. I no hopes for her, but I I enjoy her. Like I wish we could see more of her. That he took an interest, but he seems to be going for. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his head. I wouldn't even know what to predict at this point. I feel like he's like yeah. kind of checked out. Yeah. I think he knows who he's going to pick, and he's just riding the wave and getting all the smacking in. That makes sense. That's why I, th- that's why I think we're getting this the way it is. Mm-hmm. So who is it? It's Rachel or Michelle. Fair. I don't know. I just can't read the guy. I, I keep associating with Tyler, and I'm like, well, just because you, like, listen and repeat things back to someone and, you know, you appear to be engaged, like, that's not too hard to do. You could fake that with dozens of people and come across as a good guy, but uh, I'm just not seeing a lot of, like, you know, sparks from him, so I have no read on this season. Me either. Let's get to Paradise, baby. They confirmed it, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, where confirmed. They, where are they doing it? I don't, I don't fucking know. Right. You think you think, you think think they would tell me? Chris doesn't even let me do the dates. I've got ideas, baby. All right, take take it easy. I don't want to hurt anybody. You're right. I will take it easy in this undisclosed location, hopefully, by at some point during this year. Maybe, if I don't get into a PhD program. And then when we get you on The Bachelor, your job can be homeowner. <laughs> what do you do? Oh well, I, I own a home now. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's in this it's a it's a great place. I got a friend out there, and my buddy uh, is probably going to be moving too. 
And uh, I'm next to certain I can convince my other two buddies, so, you know. I'm gonna do that. You can come You come live with me. It's hella cheap. Alright, so... You can influence. What's that? They can influence, and I can just completely abstain, I guess. What would I influence? You want to know what I would use with my fame? My B-class fame? Sure. I'd want to hang out with Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. All right. They seem like cool dudes. Yeah, they both wear transition glasses as well. So maybe that? Get in, get into that market? Yeah. yeah, I've dated with uh, I've dated a handful of girls who are like, transitions are such old man nonsense. And I go, but they're functional. <laughs> <laughs> They work. Also, Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen wear them. What more can I offer you in this? You know, you know how you're like, I lost my sunglasses. I'm wearing them, baby. Really wish I was recording this for your audition tape. <laughs> you like, look at this fucking catch. Look at this snack. <laughs> Put him on the show. Well, at least we'll have the audio. Um, man. Uh, thank you all. Thank you all for listening to this amazing episode. We have to get back to looking at real estate. But uh, if you have any thoughts, questions, or concerns about the season, you can write us an email at I Love That Bachelor at gmail dot com. You sure can. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks. Take care of yourself. Bye.